Welcome to the Jill on Money Coronavirus Market Update. We are recording at 4 p.m. on Sunday, the 26th of April. This will show up in your feed on Monday morning. Get ready. Big week ahead. You know, I feel like we're all sort of settling into this. It, It truly is amazing. I am going to label something for you guys and tell me what you think. I am calling this the T3 financial pandemic. You ready? T3, T1, triage. That's where companies just learn how to operate in a brand new way, right? We were sheltering in in residence and no playbook, nothing. Trial by fire, right? Okay. That's triage. Next, transition. We're going to transition into something. I don't know what it's going to be, but you know, it could be like for me and Mark, it could be that we just never go into a studio again. We are only going to do our program this way. Maybe. I don't know. Obviously for every company, for every business, it's going to mean different things. But you know what? This is going to really mean that a lot of people are going to be working from home longer than they think. And I think it's going to be, you know, August, September, maybe through the end of the year. And then the third phase of T3 is transformation. And that is where businesses are going to be planning for the long term and maybe ask whether some functions can be performed remotely on a permanent basis. Maybe they don't need such big office space. Maybe they're going to figure out if they have an office space, physical layouts are going to be totally different. Maybe there's no more business travel and conferences to the extent that we had previously. Maybe we're going to have geographically diverse locations in case there's a flare-up of the virus uh, in one area. Maybe we're going to have Diversified supply chains. We already saw that after the U.S.-China trade war, right? Like, no more just China. Maybe it's China and it's the Philippines and maybe it's Indonesia and maybe it's India. We don't know. Maybe we're going to have robots and technology to do all sorts of repetitive functions. Anyway, chew on this, gang. We're calling it T3, triage, transition, transformation. I kind of like it. Came up with that on a walk. Okay. Let's do some emails. If you guys have financial questions, give us a holler. Our email address is askjill at jillonmoney.com. Greg writes, first of all, thank you for answering so many of the questions that we all have had about the stimulus package. My question, my son is furloughed from his job. He is on unemployment in the state of Illinois. When does the federal benefit kick in? How does he receive that benefit assuming he is eligible? He should automatically receive that benefit. He shouldn't have to do a thing, especially in Illinois. So I am hopeful that that's just a lag, but he should be getting it. And if not, I would really follow up with the unemployment office there, wherever he filed, and maybe it's online, but I don't know. I'm thinking that maybe we're going to have to be squeaky wheels and call quite a bit. Dean just wrote, Researching the best online mutual fund or high-yield savings account. I need to start getting my reserves in order. Do you have a favorite? CIT has 1.75%. I want to be able to write checks or transfer money when I need it, and the fees do bug me. Your thoughts? Oh, easy one, Dean. Depositaccounts.com. Go to depositaccounts.com, and you'll be able to find what you need. They run through a ton of different, it's like an aggregation site, so check it out. Uh, Shannon writes, thanks for all you do. I have a question about what I should do moving forward to prepare for retirement investing. I'm 37, single, living with a partner, no plans to get married, 
or have kids. I've got $100,000 left on my mortgage. I have a Roth through Edward Jones and I max it out every year, now worth about $68,000. I also have a 457 plan through my employer with AIG. Uh, I contribute 4%. They match 8%. Mm, Nice. Sounds like a teacher to me. I then have two savings accounts, one for bills and spending, the other high interest savings account, $35,000 and $31,000 respectively. I own six small rental properties outright. Woo! And they bring in rent of about 550 to 650 bucks a month. I've been with Edward Jones for many years. And while the Roth account has done well overall, I'm wondering if my money would be better suited elsewhere, perhaps with lower fees, especially if I'm able to manage it on my own. I'm also unsure if I should increase my contribution to my 457 through work and if I should use my high interest savings to pay down my mortgage or if I should invest it further. Not sure the best avenues for me instead of my cash just sitting still. I appreciate your advice. Let's do this nice and methodically. Number one, don't pay down your mortgage. You're too young. Leave it be. Okay? That's number one. Don't do that. Number two, having that Roth account, that $68,000, you can absolutely do better. What I would do is I would move that into a no-load mutual fund house. So what does that mean? That can be Vanguard, T. Rowe Price, Fidelity, Charles Schwab, TD Ameritrade, and you use index funds. And that's it. Very easy. Your alternative would be to use a robo-advisor, meaning an online advisor, like a Betterment or a Wealthfront. Even the Vanguard actually has it as well. You'll pay a little bit more, but I think you could do it yourself. And what I would say is that if you just keep it simple, if you said, I've got about, let's call it, you know, $68,000, you're going to take a risk assessment, some money in stocks, stock index funds, maybe some in international stock index funds, and some in a broad-based bond fund. That's it. Very boring. As far as putting more money into your retirement account, I think that that would be an interesting idea. I think that it might help you um, start to save more money. I wonder if you also have a pension because you do have a 457 plan, which leads me to believe you work for a municipality. Maybe you're a teacher. I think what I would do is this. I'm not sure I would actually use that money in the savings accounts. I might just keep what I have as is until we get through this period. It's not a bad time to have a little extra cash on hand. Uh, Sarkis says, I'm 20 years old and a college student. I'm fortunate in that my college is paid for because of my parents. I'm working for the local fire department while going to school and getting paid. I'm a saver and now have saved about $15,000 per year. Should I be looking at a Roth IRA and or a 401k or have a different strategy? 20 years old, man. Dig it. Okay. So first of all, if you don't need any money, if you don't need any of this $15,000, what I would do is definitely open a Roth IRA. Second, if you do need some of the money, what you could probably do is have, you know, fund your Roth IRA and then the rest of the money you could keep in the savings account and just keep it as a little slush fund. You may need that when you graduate. Absolutely love the Roth. Fantastic for you. Um, okay. Question from Patty. Will my social security check be cut or go away? No. Why would it do that? No. Social security. If you're, re- if you're receiving social security, you're fine. Don't worry. It's really okay. Here's our last question. 
Nan has been listening to us and noticed that we're talking about cooking. And Nan writes, I have been cooking much more also. Pre-COVID-19, my habit was to eat a big lunch in the company cafeteria than a light vegetable dish or soup for dinner. I was the person that was quick to fess up that I don't like cooking. I'd rather relax and do other things in the evenings. I recently found a blog with great classic Chinese recipes, and the results taste just like what I'd get from a restaurant. I now think this habit will continue even as we gradually return to quote unquote normal. They even have a post on Jewish Christmas Chinese takeout classics. Nan, I love this so much. I can't wait. Mark, are you on it? Are you going to, you don't need it. I mean, this is what happens when you have a partner who is actually Chinese. You don't need those recipes, but you know, I'm never going to get those recipes that she has. She, she does the real deal, right? All right. We're going to have a Chinese born now U.S. citizen, take a look at this website, Nan, and for sure, for sure, we will get back to you and let you know what she thinks. Okay, that's it. That's your Monday morning. Midweek, we're going to get our first reading on GDP, on gross domestic product, and it's the advanced reading for the first quarter, and it's going to be crap. And we are going to continue to report on the daily comings and goings of what's happening in the financial world. If you've got a question, please feel free to email us, askjill at jillonmoney.com. All we ask is that you pass this podcast along to somebody who you think could benefit from it. So they can obviously subscribe to the podcast on Apple and Spotify, Stitcher, Radio.com, Google Play, anywhere you find podcasts. And let's help you guys navigate this very uncertain period. Want to thank you as always for listening. Want to remind you to go out there, take a deep breath, try to get some exercise in, maintain your social distancing, wash those hands, wear your masks, and be nice to each other. Go out and lift someone up today. Just do something. It will make you feel better. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.